what you listen to, man, what they talking about, they talking I got about? my hand up on that, now I'm trying to figure trying out, to figure it out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject, cause they keep it 100 and I'm all us up, man, the real show got you tuned in, race action, like a bad chick texting what's happening, they ain't here giving 5 o'clock news, I host you the blunt sharing their point of view, they going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter, got no filter, cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you, got you up to date with the latest, with music and what's trending, that's basic, on primetime hours, you can never go wrong, thinking night music and what's going on. Now your neck of the woods like, hey, I'll roll on today like, feel it entertained with the radio show, Tuesday, Thursday, taking over, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings, yeah, I'm on this thing. Budget applause. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another action-packed edition to the radio show. You got Easy ATLD with Tiki Blue and M16 hanging out with you. What's up, crew? How y'all feeling? Happy holidays. How's everybody doing? Happy Kwanzaa. The same to you. This rain has me feeling like the Grinch that stole my holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's probably other things still on your holiday, like the Rona still hanging no, around. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. We we but, I just got the school gonna wait a few more days to reopen in person email. Oh really? Yeah, they gonna push it out to the tenth that Monday. I was oh, like, oh, so they gonna oh, do wow. virtual? They gonna go back to school on time, just virtual. She was like, "Nah, we was just gonna review. We'll just do nothing and just start back that Monday." I was like, "Man, shit." <laughs> yeah, let's, here. Just, <laughs> let's just go ahead and inconvenience the parents because why not? Why not do that? Hey, now but, the uh, if they push it out, pushing it out to that Monday the tenth gives them a three week Christmas vacation. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be r- rough for them to get their concentration back in. It's it. It's so many things that have uh, that have happened in between the last time we were all together and in between now. It's like stuff happens so fast, it's almost hard to keep up with all the things that are, you know, going on around here. And um, I, I have something here. Well, first, let me just say that um, 
we appreciate everybody's support checking out the radio show whether you watch on youtube or whether you download us on wherever you get your podcast we appreciate it it's an audio only version there will be no youtube this week but trust me you'll be back seeing our glorious faces soon enough but i, I wanted to bring up something with you guys um this is a segment i like to call listening and reacting um so i wanted to bring up something um by saying that we're going to begin the show with uh, hypocrisy because there's a lot of it that's going on right now. And usually when I'm doing stuff like this, I'm going somewhere with it. But for whatever reason, this has been on my mind recently where um, a lot of people, for whatever reason, share the sentiment where um, I forget who it was that told LeBron to shut up and, and dribble. Um, easy. Do you remember off the top of your head uh, who that was that told LeBron that he needs to just shut up and dribble when he was speaking on um, – you know, events and things that are going on in the world, you know, relating to the black community. Was it Laura Ingram? That uh, I'm that? not sure. Some some KKK member on Fox News. I'm not sure. Okay. With All right. Here, so, you know, the usual. I got you. So the reason that I brought that up is because a lot of people say, well, I don't want my, I don't want sports with, my, you know, politics and sports. You know, they should just play the games and leave that out of it. I bring that up. I have some, uh, audio for you guys to check out it's from a while ago but again like you know you know how i get down i'm going somewhere with this so if people are so quick to say athletes and usually it's the it's white people telling black people that all they want to do is just have them play the sport but why is it that they have pastors who are involved in politics who are telling their congregation who they need to vote for because easy and i both grew up catholic and when we go to church priest didn't say anything about who you needed to vote for or why you need to vote for them or any of that stuff. So I got a little bit of uh, stuff uh, to listen for you guys to listen to here. So this first clip, this is a gem. So this is a conservative pastor named Robert Henderson. I want you to take a listen to this guy reacting to the news when Trump lost the election last year. Take a listen. We petition the courts, and we ask, Lord, that as it is written in the books of heaven, as it has been ordained in the councils of heaven, that President Donald J. Trump shall be reset and shall be reseated as the President of the United States of America. You, Lord, will arise and you will cause my President, my President, Donald J. Trump, to be reset and to be reseated. <laughs> would you grant that it would be done, Lord? <laughs> so, again, that's conservative pastor Robert Henderson letting the racism just flow right through and right on the pulpit, right? <laughs> the man, <laughs> again, but of course, again, they don't want politics in sports. But it's okay for your pastor to tell you who to vote for. But wait, there's more. All right, so this next 
this is this next one. This is Paula White. She's actually a she's also a conservative pastor. She's also was an advisor to Trump. Listen to this gibberish. Strike and 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 strike. Go for it. I was just going to say, before you played it, maybe I'm wrong and maybe the teachings of Catholicism teaches something that Christianity doesn't. But is the USA, is America actually even mentioned in the Bible? Mm-hmm. I know they, they talk about a lot of lands, but are we, is the USA even, mis- like, did anybody even really give a damn about the USA or Donald Trump in the Bible? Well, I mean, considering that was written and that wasn't there, uh, no. Okay, all right. So go ahead. No, go there, ahead. there's just, no what, mention of it to Diva's point. Uh, no, Tiki's point. There's none. No, there's none. Okay, I just, I all right. just okay, go ahead, go ahead and play. All right, all good. So again, this is Paula White, conservative pastor. This one of my favorite clips of all time. Strike and 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 strike until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. For I hear victory, 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 victory in the quarters of heaven. In the quarters of heaven. Victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. For angels have even dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Okay. (laughs) That's enough for her. Okay. So she's, she's calling from the angels from South Africa. In Asia, to the to the baby Jesus, to put Trump back in office again, but we want to keep politics out of sports, okay? We want to keep them out of sports. So one one last thing before I get you guys' opinion on this this insanity, this this last one, and I might have saved the best one for last. All right, this is another conservative pastor, Kenneth Copeland. All right, I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, crazed guy on TV uh, a few times. Um, Yeah, he's insane. He'll let you know why. Media said what? (laughs) The media said Joe Biden's president. One other thing too, the video to that, 
they pan right to the one black guy in the congregation when he says that, and he just looks like he's just, you know, straight out of get out. He's just in the sunken place. But anyway, so I played those three clips. And again, in my twisted mind, I'm always going somewhere with this. So how is it fair that when we as black people speak up and say something in the world of sports, that nobody wants politics in sports? But yet these people who are supposed to be ordained and for everybody are legitimately like, you heard the one guy, he's up here, this son of a gun, is he's crying because his leader is not been reelected. They're telling people who to vote for. So it's okay for that to happen, but make sure when you in sports, make sure you hit a home run, make sure you throw a touchdown pass, but don't bring politics into it. But these clowns can do that. So, I mean, I'm going to open the floor for comments on whoever wants to jump in on this hypocrisy that continues to happen. Because this right here, what we just heard, is completely ridiculous. It was it, it was a crying for me. And what I find very, very hilarious and interesting is that when white people want healing and they want blessings and they want prayers, it always comes to the minority people, whether it's going to be black people or, you know, that are American or Africans or, you know, indigenous people. But I wonder why she didn't call the Asians for Britain. That's what I want to know. Where where are the Asians in Britain or, or the UK? Where are they? Why she didn't call on them to come help them? Because, I'm just saying, you know, and nothing's fair. They do what they want to do. It's only fair when it benefits them. You know, it is what it is, but it's politics and everything. They just only want to say it when it doesn't benefit them. That's all I got. Tiki, I know you got something brewing over there. Yeah, I do. So I think it's pretty simple. It boils down to Essentially, pro sports is just like modern day slavery in like Greek and Roman times in terms of like gladiators. So essentially, they don't want the athletes to say anything because they are paying them to just play. Nobody, they're not paying them to talk. They're not paying them to think. They are paying them to either catch a ball or throw a ball, and that is it. They do not want these niggas' opinions on shit. They just want them to do what the hell they are told to do. And that's pretty much it. That's true. And you're like, if it, doesn't, if, if it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't fit the agenda of what they deem, because it goes deeper than that. Because uh, easier to tell you, because him and I have had conversations about that. Because if you're uncomfortable with treating or teaching criminal, not criminal, well, yeah, it was criminal, but critical race theory in school, because you're embarrassed about what happens or you just want to let's just move on. Let's just, let's just move on. But as man, what are, what are, what are we doing? What, like, what are these preachers doing, man? Like the moment that you step into a church and you go in there for worship and your pastor tells you who to vote for, that needs to be the last time you go to that church. Your pastor doesn't need to be telling you who you need to vote for and why you need to vote for them. Okay. You can't, you saying. can't say that. Because it actually goes both ways. I mean, think about it. James Clyburn lobbied black churches all over South Carolina to get Joe Biden um, elected. So, I mean, it it happens in black churches, too. It doesn't just happen in white churches. So if you say once your pastor tells you who to vote for, you need to stop going, then 
you're going to have people from all sides not having any place to go. Yeah. I I agree with what Tiki said. You know, she's right. You know, black churches do it too. I think, I, I think the reason why people lean on their pastors or their priests or whoever is because if you think about it, religion and politics are kind of intertwined. Like, I mean, we got pastors and mm-hmm. deacons that are local mayors or council members or senators. So it's kind of all intertwined. And to be honest with you, most of us, I would think, we know our pastor's views on, you know, politics and things like that. So if you agree with him, you're going to keep going to church with him or her, right? But if you don't, then obviously you can always go somewhere else. But you know, I, I don't think that's something that will ever go away. Uh, to well, be candid, it, is it? Yeah. Go ahead, David. I mean, they use the church for everything. Church is easily used because it's a right. great way to emotionally manipulate like, people. I was just about to say, it's like, just I real. somebody... Yeah, that was hesitant about getting the vaccine, and they were like, "I'm going to consult my pastor yeah. about it." I'm like, "So you're not going to talk exactly. to a doctor about it?" No, because they well, you know, they hold pastors on the same level as counselors and doctors because they have such an influence over you spiritually. So, like, when they do something against people, they kind of are supposed to get penalized at the same level as a counselor or a doctor because they have the ability to manipulate emotionally you. So it's very convenient that when they want to talk to black people, they always go through the church or celebrity people. So when they want your vote, they go to the church. They don't really do platforms in other places. It always they just pop up at your church. When they want you to get a to do any medical stuff, they pop up at your church. But it does not work the other way around. Because when we have things in our culture that we need advocates for, the pastors are the quietest. So politics in church, even though church and state is supposed to be separate, it's not. It's Nobody be. ever thinks about and, that. When we have these and marches and we're advocating, because... where are the pastors? These big churches, where are they? Quiet as a church mom. You don't hear anything. Yeah, okay, They're not on the front line. I'm going to disagree with you on that, Diva. And the reason I, I say that, because you do have tons of pastors on the front line still fighting. What you don't have on the front line still fighting are pastors of those mega churches. Because we That's already know saying, they're, the they're not in it. Yeah, like it's the mega churches where you don't see like those pastors necessarily on the front lines because they're not necessarily in it to advance the cause. They're in it to quote unquote, you know, shepherd the flock or whatever. But in, in actuality, it's really just for the money. There's no money and advocacy like that. So you still have your ground roots pastors doing that work because they're not concerned with the money at that level. They either they got it or they don't. But they but they're but more I'm when they're trying to advocate for politics, they're going to the big churches the most to say, Hey, look at us. This is who we're cool with. 
this is the message we want you guys to vote. We're cool with these people. They listen to our terms. But did they? But when you think, but when you think about it, how many of us really, really follow like mega churches, like outside of huge cities? I mean, me personally, I I've, I've never. I've, yeah, like I just don't. I've tuned I in don't. a few times. But I know so many people who do, who literally send their tithes and offerings to these really huge churches, even though they're not even in the same state. Well, these I mean, people have huge followers. I think it just depends because, like I said, I don't, and I I don't necessarily know a lot of. I me personally, I don't know a lot of people who do. Um, I think when like Creflo first came out, there was some following there, but that has you know that has since waned off. Um, I think what maybe John Gray might be a popular one now, but I think that's probably because he has that TV show. But I don't know anybody personally that's like following his teachings like that, you know? Oh, they they still have a huge following. I know someone personally who is like a security person for Creflo Dot Lake. They still have huge followings. They have all of these different platforms. Their conventions are always sold out, and they're very huge. These, um, what's his name? Even after he died, even after he, you know, his church is still, now the other guy is over the church, they still have tons of followers. Um, what's the church? Um, New Birth. You talking talk about Eddie Long? Even yeah, even after the whole Eddie Long situation, I knew so many people who did not leave that church at all, period. Now they're yeah. under the new leadership. They have even more people. So I, I, get, I guess my, my bottom line or, or my, my point of bringing this up was I just feel like it's a lot of audacity from people to just say, just do what you're supposed to do in that part of it. And I know how y'all talk about, you know, pastors and how church has been intertwined with politics. In my view, mm-hmm. and folks might disagree with me, they shouldn't be involved in that. Their purpose is for the teachings of the Bible and for your spiritual growth, not for who you vote for. So you could be a Democrat, a Republican, an independent. You may not even be involved in politics at all. The purpose of the church is to serve the people when it comes to your relationship with God, not your relationship with Washington or Senate or anything like that. It's to me, it's hypocritical. It's dead wrong. And I don't know. I just feel like if you had an attitude towards one, you should have it against everything. Cause I don't have no problem with people speaking up in sports with people who have names. And if pastors want to do that in what is considered to be a positive way, it might be okay, but otherwise, if they want athletes to stick to sports, then preachers need to stick to preaching the gospel and not trying to influence people to vote for their candidate. Just my view, but you know, I'm just. Well, a, you see, I'm just a, I, but it's, it's community. You know what I'm saying? Church's community is so as politics. It all affects the community. So, I think that's why, even though we don't agree with their methods, why they're linked because they're both supposed yeah. to be for the well-being of the community, right? So it makes sense that they're going to partner together to accomplish maybe their agenda, even if it's not maybe the true agenda of the people, but they're all a part of the community because you can't build a community without politics and you can't build a community without religion. Those are like the yeah. first things that get instituted before you get everything else. 
Yeah, but one shouldn't influence the, the, like I said, again, you know, and I could, I might be wrong on this one or whatever, but just my feeling is, is that preach me the gospel, don't preach me on who to (laughs) put on my ballot. That's all I'm saying. I don't don't think you're wrong. I just think it's, you know, I I agree with your point to an extent. I just think everybody's going to have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's never going to stop. Like I said, it's just one person's view, and and somebody else who might listen to this might. But I don't feel like anybody, for what they were saying, was wrong. We all have our difference of of opinion. But in the end, we're all for the right thing, which is, you know, black voices being heard and less racism. Um, I guess we can safely say that this concludes race talk. Now, (laughs) how about the call? Yeah. All, All right. very good points. All very good points. Yes. All right. Thanks to everybody out there that's listening to the radio show. We appreciate it. Plenty more, you know, to yap about that we're going to figure out here by the time we come back from this music break that's coming up. Are we going to talk about Jay-Z's claim to be the greatest rapper? Omicron is out there ready to whip that ass. Many things going on out there. And we're going to discuss who knows what, but we're going to talk about something. But... Right now, we're going to break away for a second and uh, <laughs> drop in a little bit of underground music here. Tonight, we're going to have a, uh, since, you know, we got our beautiful ladies on the radio show here uh, with us here, Tiki and Diva. We're going to have a uh, ladies-only uh, music break this week, all right? R&B coming through for us tonight. So we got one person making their uh, radio show debut. It's an R&B singer. Her name is Alora Love Light. All right, she's from New York. We got a song called Erodicy from her. Uh, we got a former guest of the show uh, in in this triple play, uh, Tasha LeRae, song called Secrets. And then uh, we have a third song uh, from an artist out of Houston. Her name is Ashley Thomas. She got a song called Wavy. So we're going to play those. And when we come back, we're going to talk about something because this is a talk show, and that's what we do. We talk. Um, I guess I can dust off my old catchphrase here. So... Please just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. We'll be back in just a second with more talk.
You are now listening to the radio show. Because I fucking hate cotton candy. <laughs> oh, I, now that I agree with you on, Diva. Why? Why? Like, what goes in your mouth soft and turns hard? Like, that's disturbing. Well. Or melts. What the hell? Well. 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 You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No, the universe. 
All right, all right. Welcome back. You got the radio show here for you. You got Tiki Blue, ATL Diva, Easy, and M16 hanging out with you. All right. So that was the music break. We are back with more show here. So uh, what you just heard real quick during that break, um, three great artists. Uh, the first song was Alora Lovelight with Erodicy. Then you heard uh, Ashley Toman, Wavy. And then the final song from that was Tasha LaRae, Secrets. So we'll have the names of the artists as well as the song in the podcast description. So you can check them out on all your streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream your music, you can find them. All right. So we are back. Like I said, back for more show. And um, so we were we were doing our thing behind the scenes. So where did we say that we were pivoting to? Because, you know, did we say we were going, going, help me out. Oh, God. There's that old man stuff coming to pop through. Uh, just, you know, doing a lot here, you know, things and stuff. So, you know, that part. Jay-Z, we were, we were going to talk about Jay-Z. Or so you say. Ah, yes. Right, because we are a hip-hop show, so how about we talk a little music from time to time, which we do. All right. So, Jay-Z caused a little bit of a stir um, recently where he basically came out and uh, just, you know, leaned into the fact that he's the greatest rapper of all time and there's not one rapper alive that can get with him in a versus battle, um, which, you know, I mean, it's, it's, an, arguable, it's an arguable point on that. But, uh, yeah, so Jay-Z, his claim to be the greatest rapper of all time, it's, that's a loaded uh, claim to say. Um I feel like it's just me talking that nobody benefited more from Tupac and Biggie pushing up daisies more than Jay-Z because I guess people had to listen to somebody, right? Um, so, I want to... So, I want Tiki. Jay-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z. And his claim to be the greatest rapper of all time. Now, you and I don't talk a whole lot of rap like in our own personal conversations, because I don't know how much of a hip-hop head you really are. I don't think you are, really. Not in that manner. Not to be just sitting up there just listening to Reasonable Doubt. But when you hear Jay-Z say that, what, like, what comes to mind when you're, like, greatest rapper? Does he come up in your mind? First of all, this is how I know we ain't really friends. If you legit just said you don't feel like I'm a true hip-hop head. I'm an old school hip hop head. I can't tell you little baby from the baby from a baby from random ass baby to uh who the hell baby is this. But Yeah, but you but we don't we don't I talk about you. music like that outside of but we don't. But I can tell you Yeah, I could I can see him saying that and and in a utopic world, I wish Andre three thousand would put out would have put out more music and spit more bars because I feel like he can outflow flow probably most everybody, maybe with the exception of Lil Wayne. But I mean, who else got a who else got the um the 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 catalog that's gonna beat Jay Z? Who gonna do it? I mean, it's candidates now. Let's not say it like, like you know, 
I mean, because I could easily just ask somebody and they'll name you some. Like, you know, I'm famous for saying, well, name three Jay-Z songs. And you can. But how many of them are these all-time great jams that you just, every time you hear it, you're like, oh, stop right there. I need to hear Song Cry. I was just waiting to hear that. Song Cry was my joint. I actually sold, I used to have a 93 Mazda 626. And when I traded it in, uh, um, song Cry was actually still playing in the CD player, and when I went, I went that next day to go get it because I was like, I cannot find my CD, and they were like, Oh, we ain't got no more, and that hurt my feelings so bad because Song Cry really was my joint. Oh boy, I was <laughs> just making an obscure reference, and Tiki's like, Yep, that's my jam. That was so. That was it. So, so you okay? So you're in the um. You're in the group that feels like that's the case then, that um, he could be correct. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I just don't feel like, I mean, I know Eminem is really good. I feel Wayne is right there. Like I said, I wish 3000 had put out more. Not to say that the Outcast catalog is inadequate because they are, like, my favorite, you know, like, hands down but I mean who else really who else got the catalog I like I said again there's folks out there but we can we can get into that part but you did mention something real fast Tiki and before we pivot to someone else is name three Eminem songs uh, ah, perfect I wasn't I a huge M fan. Yep. Appreciate it. Easy, bro. Come on into the huddle here, sir. Your hip hop. I'm tape, here. You know how? I okay. Want my where name do you to be stand? Spaghetti. Where Where do you Where do you stand on this? Jay Z's claim to be the greatest of um, all time, and nobody can get with him in a verse. Nobody. Um, Jay Z has every right to say that, in my opinion. He has every right to to say that because he is definitely up there um, with the upper echelon. When we talk the GOAT of hip-hop, he's up there. So he has every right to say that. Um, But there are a few people out there that I think could beat him in a versus. I know Lil Wayne's been thrown out there. I think Lil Wayne, that would be a a pretty big battle. I think Wayne would probably win that. But Jay-Z has some a lot of number one albums, a lot of hit songs. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Eminem could definitely go toe to toe with them. Uh, then after that, that's I know probably some people it. say like, Nas. I'm not the biggest Nas fan, but the hardcore Nas people will tell you that yes, he could go toe to toe with them. I don't see it, but sure, we we can throw him in there. Um, <laughs> I think, I think there's some folks that would be probably pushing it like the Kendrick Lamars of the world they have a lot of hits but I don't know if they can if they have the longevity to really go toe to toe with Jay-Z but I have no issue with Jay-Z saying that because he's not wrong he definitely deserves to be up there with the GOAT Um, I know you're not the biggest fan of him 16 but he has every right to say that. Yeah. Well, I I think 
I know you gave me disappointed side. I'm sorry, but he has every right. He he does, and I think you know, Lil Wayne is amazing. I, in my opinion, he's probably the most creative rapper I've ever seen in terms of how he just keeps reinventing. When um, like his the the, the Carter Five or, or I think Dre that's no was, like no Dre okay it wasn't it wasn't the best oh wait ever Kyle, Greg killed me as Kyle. What? Yeah. Okay. But My bad. Go like, ahead. just listening to his creativity and how he evolved and like I love like I like I like the song Mona Lisa on there. Like I was just like this dude just is rapping from like three, four different angles in one song. Like it's mind blowing. You know, like he raps dialogue. You know, like it's not he's not just one dimensional. He's, I mean, just all over the place. I love it. He has just the most amazing brain in terms of creativity and rap. Again, I'm like, easy. I don't think Jay-Z is wrong in saying it. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for the verses of whomever feels like, hey, I can go toe-to-toe with Jay-Z. I'm here for, I'm here for it. Like, I'm, I'm here to be persuaded. Oh man, <laughs> diva! Oh god, I know, I know you got a opinion on the diva. Yeah, I, I want to know what other rappers you think could go toe to toe with Jay Z because I really feel like I'm gonna disagree with you. But go ahead. Okay, so let me let me make a point about Jay Z here because, and we probably my and Kujo's take on Jay Z is that. We, like, I never thought, like, I, I was a fan. Like, Jay-Z came out in 96, and when he first uh, came out with, like, Ain't No and that first reasonable doubt, I was cool with Jay-Z. Um, I never thought of him as, like, hey, this is, like, the man. But I was like, hey, he was cool. Where I started having the issue was when people started saying, well, he's the greatest rapper of all time. But I'm like, or he's the greatest rapper alive or whatever. And it's like, he was cool where he was. Like, when he came out, he was, like, in the middle of the pack. To me, that's kind of where I felt like he belonged. And then he got elevated because there was nobody left. And also, we've talked about this before, he hit the geography lottery by being from Brooklyn. Because we've said it in the past, if Jay-Z was from Kansas City, it would not be all this aura around him. So he hit the geography lottery with that one. Now, to answer your question as far as people who can hang with him in a versus, there are several. It's just people were dismissing them. One of them is one of my personal favorites. So Snoop Dogg can't hang with Jay-Z on a versus. He can't. Snoop Dogg can't. Or Dr. Dre can't. He can't. Those those two I agree with. All right. So th- th- there's two of them right there. Y'all mentioned Nas. Uh, hey, I'm, Nas got I'm a lot going, of hardcore fans. To, hey, I'm going to disagree on them. Um, especially Dre. Dre produces a ton, but does he actually have the catalog of him himself rapping that he goes toe to toe? I'm just saying. I'm 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 just asking the question. And the answer is an emphatic yes. He might not be the strong like Snoop might be more of a one that comes across um that way. It's 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 a few of the people with like big time hits that could probably, you know, at least hang in there with Jay-Z. Like, I didn't hear people mention, like, I don't want to make him marginal because he got real skills. I don't know if he always got the credit. Um, 
Buster Rhymes was somebody who did a lot of a lot of he was top heavy. He did a lot of stuff that was good. Hard so, pass. I mean, there's other guys. Hard pass. It's a, it's it's some people that you can that you can mention, but you can't just make it like put a stamp on it and say, bam, it's gone. And then if you want to even mention somebody who ain't around no more, their actual greatest of all time. I mean, Tupac was around alive in his career for five years. He made so many hits, so many, you know, legendary, iconic songs that are out there, even though he's been gone for 25 years. So to just say it's just cut and dry. And then the the biggest argument I hear in all of it is people want to throw Lil Wayne out there. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Which Lil Wayne had a great run, um, man, the mid to late 2000s. He ran it. He absolutely ran it. He did. There's no getting around it. But, you know, how well is that stuff going to age? You know, did it age well? Could it survive in a in a, history, in a virtual battle? History says uh, that Wayne yes. has aged well. And yes, I also want to throw Drake in there yes. versus, versus Jay-Z. I think Drake would do very well. I mean, what's his name actually picked them against each other? Uh, Timberland actually is the one that says he thinks that Wayne is one of the only people that could go up against Jay-Z, and all the songs they listed toe-for-toe, I don't think he's wrong. I mean, Wayne's stuff still matters. Like, if you really listen to some of the lyrics and stuff, like, just if you go through stuff or life or whatever, like, you can identify yourself in the lyrics because they actually mean something. Like, he was saying, like, he is a lyrical genius. Honestly, a lot of stuff he says, so I do think his stuff is timeless in a way, because he's not just talking about money cars and hoes, like the new little kids are where all their little things are a little bit. That's a whole nother story. But, um, I, def- I mean, I don't have a problem with J.D. calling himself the greatest, because he's entitled to feel that way. I mean, honestly, this dude has produced like three billionaires up under him, whereas who has who has Diddy really made you know great? You know what I'm saying? Wayne has produced rappers who've gone off to have their own careers under him and become a damn near billionaires in their own right as well. So I think that's something there, and um, their stuff is timeless, honestly. Like, who's not going to get hyped if you play a Jay Z song? Who's not going to get hyped if you play a Lil Wayne song? I'm just saying. I'm in agreement with you. I feel like Wayne, Wayne can pull it off because, again, really, if you're talking in terms of creativity and growth, like, think about where Wayne started with the Hot Boys to, like, the music that, the, la- the latest music that he's put out. There's a growth there. He ain't still just only rapping about selling drugs and, you know, just when, like, he can rap on any subject and it can be like damn like you know like damn and I feel like that's something that Jay-Z has over a lot of other rappers as well and and I'm I'm just gonna say it in my opinion that's why in, in my book in my list Biggie's not on my list of greatest rappers because in my, on my list in my mind there wasn't enough growth there for me for to be like oh he's the greatest he was the one he was one of the GOATs he he just didn't give me enough to feel like he could just 
you know, rap about, speak about anything. Like, I felt like he had a lane and he stayed in it. And he kind of died, I so just, that, that was stunning. I, I mean, I know, that, I know he died, That's but that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, that's why I can't say that he was one of the greatest evers because, yeah, I mean, yeah, he died, so he didn't get a chance to give us anything else. And I felt like the music that he did give us, to, in my opinion, was a bit one-dimensional. Like, because Jay-Z hadn't died, <laughs> Lil Wayne is still here as well. They've been able to evolve and give us a whole lot more. So that, damn, you can say, oh, you know what, collectively, this is amazing. Collectively, this is probably some of the greatest ever. Because they have the growth there to show it. Right. Especially as they grew as men, I think. You know, whether you agree with their lifestyle or not, I agree with Biggie because we only got, like, a whole fraction of what Biggie was in his life at that time. But, like, Jay-Z raps about, like, you know, becoming a husband, becoming a father, like, like things that as we grew as people and, like, our lifestyle started changing, it's like you can still identify with them through different things they were going through at the time. It didn't just stay in, like, this one little pocket, and for that, I do think they had an advantage of having longevity and growth, and we got to grow with them, and that's what makes people be such diehard fans of theirs. In my opinion, we just really can't judge Biggie off of things we unfortunately wasn't able to do. We can only kind of, like, compare him to where he was and what lane he was in, but as far as longevity, it's very few people who have legitimate longevity as long as Wayne and Jay-Z, so I think they will be good to go against each other. But I also think Snoop's style is so different that I don't even know if it would have the same vibe, if that makes sense. Like, he just got a whole different vibe. Like, I don't even know if that would even work, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I I don't know if, if people really, if they're really being objective. And I just wanted it to be said just one time instead of just glossing over it. If people would just say, the biggest reason why Jay-Z was great is because he was what was left. He would not be nowhere near what people consider him to be if Biggie and Tupac were still here. Period. Period. Sometimes we just got to call. And I think that's probably part of my annoyance that somebody will just publicly put their name on it. That, hey, this is really, you know, he can't nobody say he just flat out whacked. That'd be unfair because that's not true. But to make him the greatest in the land of, it's like, if I could use a sports reference in this, like people talk about the greatest boxers of all time. They mention Mike Tyson. They mention Muhammad Ali. You might even hear people mention Evander Holyfield. But don't nobody talk about Lennox Lewis because he only started winning the world championship after all those guys were gone. He knocked out Mike Tyson when he wasn't in his prime no more. Nobody talks about it. So I'm saying in this case is that there was nobody left to take up the, the, the mantle. Somebody had to do it. He's in the perfect spot. So from how, New York. Is that, how is that? The media got behind him. Because he still, but he still had to produce a product, whether he was the only one. I don't think that I'm, anyone's going to give him any say, freaking credit. But I'm not saying, I'm not saying, okay, I'm not saying that he's to blame for that. He can't help that 
those two men were killed, he was fortunate in that manner that they're not here anymore because he was able to take the number one spot because he would not have gotten that number one spot had they been there. It wouldn't have been if two people were still alive. But how would you know? You you really don't know that because there's so many people who are hot for a certain season and then they just don't put out any more music to keep up. There's so many rappers like that who were good at what they did and then life happened and they just had a bad record deal or they stopped putting out records. There's so many supposed to be amazing rappers besides Tupac and Biggie who were supposed to be holding Brooklyn down as well. And what happened to them? Name them. Cool. Where, where did they go? Name them. No, not name them. Black, people, black but Rob? But they still got crazy. No, Any, no, anybody no, that, anybody no, that no, copy that is saying no, no, don't you don't even do it. Hell no. That's all I can think of. Auto-tune full-ass rappers but, from New York, that society references, and, I mean, come on. Like, why I mean, are they still giving what's-his-name reverence anyway? I don't think he's that great. What is his name? Um... The uh, Puerto Rican dude. Uh, that big pun? Uh, pun and uh, the other one that be with Remy Ma all the time. Uh, Fat Joe? Nobody said Fat Joe was the crazy. Fat Joe. <laughs> no, but listen, but listen. Nobody may have said he's the greatest, but that dude still runs around with the original clout of being a rapper or whatever that he's been holding in Brooklyn forever. So what's the point of that? And not to mention um, all the other crew that was with Puff Daddy. Where are all those mates? Everybody else that was supposed to be these no, great rappers. We're talking, but we're talking about the top of the top. Nobody in their right mind ever said Mace was one of the greatest of all time. I think the point that she's trying to make is you ask, like, you know, Based because of the geography, you know, maybe Biggie would have given us something else. But I think the point is, anybody that Puffy had his thumb on probably will not yes. have given us the best. <laughs> I mean, that's just point blank. And, and, really no and I wasn't trying to say that as a slight on Fat Joe because I, I like I like Fat Joe. I'm just saying nobody ever was like when they start talking about a top twenty of all time or ten or whatever. You know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Back. You know. Yeah, but um, I, I guess all I'm saying is, is that I'm not trying to say, oh, it's Jay-Z's fault that that happened. Hey, look, the man was, you know, trying to, you know, put his name out there and get himself going. And I applaud Jay-Z for everything that he did business-wise. You know, he's in the he's in the Hall of Fame now and everything. And it's rightfully so. You know, he's a great businessman, and he did a whole bunch, you know, to further hip-hop because he was all that was out there at that point to be the the man. But to just simply say that he would have been there regardless is preposterous because he wasn't, because he was around when Tupac and Biggie were alive and he was just the guy. All of a sudden when they're gone, he's not just the guy anymore. He's the man. And Whoa, that's always been my issue with that. Who is that? All, hey, this is the thing though. You gotta see the table. No, I was just going to say, like, let's not act like Jay-Z's a scrub and we were just kind of, like, you make Jay-Z right. leftovers. Like, Jay-Z <laughs> good in his own right. Like, right. the point you're making, could that be the case? Yeah, it could be. But, like, Jay-Z's made a good career on his own. 
Like we got to give him that credit. And, and, and sure, bro, yeah, and I'm not. If he was from I'm Kansas not taking City, that away from him. right. If he was yeah, from Kansas but City, but I'm not taking it away because you. Well, here's the thing. I'm, His best music wasn't even in the late '90s. You could argue. You could argue that like the early 2000s was like some of his best work. I mean, I guess. I mean, but, I don't. I don't listen. Like, I only listened to his first album, I and then I just was over it. And see, that's so the you problem. Have a lot. So you need to more Exactly. You're passionate, and Why? you're not even well educated on it. I agree with Why you. Why are we even that's having the problem? Hey, look. Hey, yeah, we can't talk about this anymore. You haven't listened to a Jay Z project for nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, oh I, I really feel bamboozled as hell because I'm sitting here proving a point. Why did I? You're the why only did person. I assume anything see, anymore. How did we? This is my fault. How did we? This is my fault. Easy, we could have started with you that. You haven't listened only to the blueprint. You haven't listened to American Gangster. Wow. No. No wonder you feel this you way. You're so to uninformed. To life? What? Oh no! Just condemn me. Oh my God! I haven't done that. I wasn't interested. You I wasn't interested because he wasn't. Argument. He was. He wasn't. He wasn't speaking. He wasn't speaking to me. Oh, like the conservative pastors we just talked about in the last segment. Oh, you just. You just. You an opinion. <laughs> I'm not just spewing opinions. You, you got to understand something, man. man. This, that you're not this just, is like me being in college class. I'm not coming from. Hold on, see, hold I'm on, not coming on. from. A, I'm not coming from a place. No, 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 no. Here's just, here's where you're coming from. Sixteen, you're the college professor that is teaching a subject, but he only read one book in the said subject. No, he's trying you're, to teach okay, everybody so just, else about it. So you, you're you're just you're dismissing my my opinion on it like I'm talking out my I'm ass. Not, I'm not dismissing like, your opinion. I'm just saying you don't even know the extent of his portfolio. And I, I'm still, what I'm saying is saying I'm not interested he, in the extent of his portfolio. But you're not being because, interested. But that's a, but you're not being interested versus like being thoughtful about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not going together. I just gave the dude props. I mean, I just applauded his business acumen. No, you okay? gave him, you gave his, him consolation props. You literally I mean, not he said really about yes. business acumen. Yes. I did. I did say he was a great businessman and that he furthered hip-hop, you know, at a time when it needed it. He was the one that was leading the pack, and he furthered it. When there was nobody else around I mean, to I do guess. it. Are you saying he I guess, was based on the tone? You know what? I'm gonna refer my, back to our HR sub where you're you're referring to him as an N plus two, which means that we really wanted the other candidates, but you just interviewed him anyway, and he got lucky because the other people didn't take the damn job. That's what you reduced hmm. him down to. It, like, it's oh, a, it's a great, he's just it's a great analogy. The job. Yes. Yeah, I know. It was a, it's a great, it's a great analogy. People love hip-hop, and we wanted to listen to something. And the two biggest stars that there ever was at the height of it were gone. And we're like, well, shit, what are we going to listen to? Okay, this guy, he'll do. And what I'm saying is that's not a bad thing, because all he could do was what he could do. But to just say it like he was just it based on the fact that but it happened it's... during the time when the biggest ones were out there is, un- is-, is not true. 
It's yeah, untrue. Yeah, but Jay-Z has been around multiple decades now. It's not like that exactly. one time he had filling in. Because he you know, exactly the advantage like, is The advantage that he has is because the nigga is alive. That's why he's been around multiple decades. He's still here. But no, why do you think so much that do him a favor? Like, all the other rappers fell off. That's what don't, I'm saying. Like, there are niggas out. alive that, that have out. not lasted multiple decades. So being alive oh. is just one of the requirements. <laughs> it is a requirement. It, it's the requirement. It, it's because... one of. It's one of. <laughs> because because who oh my say, God. Who, and, 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 and God forbid, please nobody kill me for this. But who's to say that Biggie and Tupac are going to fall off a cliff once the early 2000s? That's what I we said. Never yes. Who's, who's to say that they don't have this longevity like Lil Wayne and Jay-Z have? But what, exactly. Okay, let me just let me just say this. What evidence was given to you, and I, what evidence was given to you that either one of them was gonna fall off a cliff anytime soon? There is no evidence because, because there is nothing that belongs to the to the court of public opinion. If people don't fuck Back. with them no more, then it's over with. And you know Back. this country is trendy as hell. They go it's with the vehicle. Yeah. Again, like they go given given the history, anybody who really rolled with Puffy like that was not gonna have a long career. I mean, and no. unfortunately, unless Biggie and came I mean, up under his thumb, he probably it's it's a high probability that he would have been and he would have been mace or it like his 16. career probably he would have been hot and then he would have fell off as well just like the rest of everybody exactly up, up 16 you mentioned dr school. dre and dr dre literally was gone for a decade yeah 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 he was so Pretty much. One almost as great as as great yeah. as dr dre was at the height of his powers he literally fell off a cliff and I really feel like Eminem so, is the only reason why he got a lot of recognition when he just fell off and was and then when he came out with Dre, I mean, yeah, her, yeah, Dre, phone doesn't Dre like what she's saying. Gets, Dre also gets more props <laughs> as a producer. Nobody really said, well, I don't know, I ain't gonna say nobody, but in terms of actual lyricists. Is Dre really in that well, same conversation? We didn't he's say about one of, he's said, probably one of the greatest producers ever. But if you're talking so about right. of lyricists, he was saying he, like, but is he, was he really hit. in that conversation? No, he's not. He's not. But we're talking about hits. You know, we we weren't saying well this because we, we were just saying hits. Uh, but when you, okay, but so when you talk about hits, are you DJ talking about like? Yeah. yeah, are you saying hits in terms of? Songs that he's produced or songs that he's actually owned because again we can say song, still we can go with Dre with songs that he are, he's actually on. We could we could go that route, but I'm not if trying to say that. Well, that's regular, 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 regular people. I'm not trying to make this a lot of Well, well, based on the way a lot of these battles have gone, it's been a mix of what you've wrote, you know, what you've performed and what you've produced and. Hell, some people have done songs that they were featured on. So, you know, just to preface that, it could be a whole, you know, Dre got a bunch in every little category. So, you know, either yeah, way. I'm just I saying, for him, to bl- for him to blanket say that he's the greatest and nobody can step to him, what it's, listen, 
if I had done everything that he'd done, I might be saying stuff like that myself. But no, no, no. You ain't you ain't might. You would be saying it. I'm worth a billion dollars. I got multiple mm-hmm. platinum records. I've been around multiple decades. Mm-hmm. I'm married to Beyonce. I got the bad wife I, I, in the game. Yeah. yeah, I got Beyonce as my wife. Like I, I'm gonna say that shit. It ain't no if about it. I'm gonna say it. Because the worst thing you now, can do is gonna, drag me so, on social media, I, and I'll just cry you, and wipe my tears with all these hundred dollar bills that I have. So, like, I give him credit. I give him credit. All right. He said, uh, yeah. he, you know, he's got, I think, 12 or 13 albums, all of them platinum. We're not going to talk about the one where they, he did a partnership he's got 13 with Sprint. Studio albums. Sprint, Sprint bought, okay, a million copies of it and put it on the phone for people who, when they buy the phone. So it counts either way hey, it goes. You a know, hell of a deal. Hell of look, a deal. Look. Hell, that you man, too did it. In, in, the words of, in the world of okay. records, that man has 12 Super Bowl rings. Because if you get a platinum Basically. record, that's a Super Bowl ring. That man's got 12 And you're still talking you about, about that one ring that your team got. So, I mean, you see how that goes? Or you could just, or you <laughs> could just have none. You could just have none. <laughs> oh, my. Where are they going? So, all, all I'm saying is, I'm not going to be painted in a picture or painted in a corner as, I don't know what I'm talking about, when each one of y'all could buy No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't that what you don't know what you're talking about because you on. do, but oh shit, you can't sit there oh, and say some of the things you're saying, and you've only listened to one of the twelve albums. Uh, okay, so I don't have to listen to a, or sample a guy's stuff. If, you know, I've listened to him, but bro, you know that nobody that you know loves hip hop, studies it. I'm involved in it more than me. So to say that is like, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to this. This is, this is true. This is true. But I know several hip-hop heads tell you that Jay-Z is the greatest of all time. And will argue. And they're wrong. And they're wrong. I have this argument. Now, I mean, I'm not saying I agree with them, but I'm just yeah. letting you know there is a pocket of the hip-hop community that as, does think he's the greatest of all time. Friend of the show Six from Brooklyn, Ed to sway any of us. I mean, Have, he hasn't swayed I, any of us against. Well, and, and let's be real. You know, his expertise is, you know, the '90s. So, you know, once we get out of that realm, it's very cloudy. I'm messing, man. I'm messing. I, but I'm, we I'm know not trying to, I'm not trying to persuade anybody because I've been having this argument with one of my good friends for the last 20 plus years about this, and we don't see eye to eye on it, and we never will. And I'm not trying to sway anybody or how they feel about it. I'm just saying, from where I sit right now today doing the radio show, and how I felt for the last 25 years, that is Jay-Z whack? Absolutely not. Is he good? Yes. Is he the greatest? No. But he was the greatest that was available. That's my thought process on that. So you, so you mean to tell me he not top five? I'm sure to some people he's in the top five. And I think... You know, know some people, he, he should be in the top five. Is he, so he's in your top five? He's in heavy rotation in your Apple Music? Well, no, 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 no. I, I don't base my – if we do my personal top five, then no. He's probably not on there. But if we're just speaking, you know, if we're being educated here and we're, we're including everything, not just likes and dislikes, Jay-Z has an argument to be in the top five. But he wouldn't be in your personal top five, though. 
He's probably not in my personal top five. I, I'd have to sit okay. there and compile a list to, to be honest. Okay, with you, but that's what I'm saying. Um, well, no, no, but but here's the thing: just because he's not in my personal top five, I still gotta look at the accolades. I still gotta, yeah, but you know, look when around you say that and, like that. It's like I'm di- you saying that like I'm dismissive of him when I've said that he's deserving of the Hall of Fame. He's had a great career. He's lasted longer than people should last in hip hop because it ain't a thing of longevity. They fall off a cliff after a while. So he stayed relevant across decades. And it's something to be said for that. And, you know, I commend him for that. While at the same time saying he benefited greatly from the two big dogs not being there. And a lot of them ate at that trough. The DMXs, the Ja Rules of the world, they all benefited from it. But Jay-Z benefited the most. Master P benefited from it. Lil Wayne benefited from it. Lil Wayne was just a dude in the high boys. He was just a guy. He was. You didn't say listening to him when you know back in the day on Cash Money that hey that's about to be the next biggest star. You 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 could never have seen that coming. So they all benefited from it. But Cash Money, but I mean you can't. Don't do it, Tiki. Cash I, Money was not don't. Cash Money was if you talk about the late nineties, you can't say that they were a force that they became later on in the two thousand. No, no, I'm it. not saying that. I was gonna say that it's hard to say that. Wayne and Cash Money benefited from the death of Biggie and Tupac, especially when Cash Money wasn't even really wasn't even relevant in the term in the time of Biggie and Tupac. They were you. They were. They just you hadn't heard of them yet because you're not from where we're from. But they were bubbling at that point in time. And to look at it, if you want to take it in the big picture, Wayne wasn't even the biggest star on his own label. Everything was about pushing juvenile. If everybody wants to forget that. Uh, until it wasn't. <laughs> until it wasn't. <laughs> until it but, wasn't. <laughs> but it was built around pushing him as the top star on that label. Um, but I guess the bottom line with it is, you know, it's, I, I appreciate him for saying that because it brought out discussion. And it was from both sides. Some people strongly agree with him. Some people disagree. Some people were neutral. You know, I thought I was passive about it, but I see I'm still passionate about it because I take hip hop to I heart. Think, I think people of that caliber are not going to do verses. They're just not going to do it. They they're like an author with a novel. They're just going to keep you guessing and talking about it like this, but they'll never do it. Like. The Jay Z's, the Lil Wayne's, the Kendrick Lamar's, the J. Cole's of the world, they're never gonna do those verses because they just want you to debate about how great they are, keep the streams going, like none well, of those caliber <laughs> of people are not gonna do verses. Man. So I love talking music on this show, especially with y'all, because I don't know, it's just this is you know, when we get into this, I mean, we talk about a lot of different subjects. But, man, when we start talking about music on this show, this is when we're at our, this is, you know, when we really hit our stride with this. And it's the, the differing opinions. It's the different views. And, you know, that's what makes it worthwhile being able to discuss this stuff um, and getting other people's opinions. Because it's all subjective. Either way you look at it, it's all subjective. You know, who might be in somebody's top five or who might be in a versus. 
it's all going to be different. You'll never get the same answer from anybody. And I guess that's what makes the beauty of music, you know, the way it is. So I, um, I agree with you easy. Like it's going to be real difficult to probably, well, no, we got DMX against Snoop Dogg and those are two big names. So you can't never say never, but the chances of him being in a versus with somebody, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. What do you think Tiki? Like I not hold your breath that there actually be a versus with him against somebody. Uh, Jay Z already told you that it won't be a versus with him. There's nobody to to versus him, so I mean it's kind of a moot point. He already <laughs> told you no. Somebody get him to say yes, maybe. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's probably as uh, definitive in that stance yeah. as apparently. The Rock is on him and Vin Diesel doing another uh, Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Rock said, I'm not doing it. Don't ask me, especially don't ask me in public because I'm going to just no-sell you. And <laughs> don't thing I'm not... other light-skinned nigga over here to ask me no more. <laughs> yep, I'm good. Like, I'm good on you and that. I'm straight, all right? I'm going to keep getting mine. You keep yeah. getting yours. Appreciate you. <laughs> no more from you on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna go back over here and get but like carry money and keep it moving. Yeah. What would it benefit Jay Z to do a versus anyway? I mean, Absolutely at this nothing. point, what does it benefit anybody to do a versus? I've already said this before. It's ran its course. Let's let's just go ahead and call it a day. Yeah, I well, agree. it's different than a lot of other in. people financially because their streaming went up significantly yeah. after doing versus. Trust me, the young Jesus and, of the and, world would love to do as many verses as possible. <laughs> I mean, good, yeah. good for them. I'm just saying, as a whole, the novelty of it has ran its course. You know, I'm just saying. You know, we we had a we had a couple of uh, you know, like I mentioned, the C team. We had a couple of low rung folks on this. Like, okay, it's time to go ahead and move on and uh, keep it moving <laughs> to, on to something else. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I think Good old. when we started doing Gladys, when we started doing Gladys Knight and Patty LaBelle, I was pretty much done at that point. Yeah, and, and that that's when I knew it died a painful death because who the <laughs> hell wants to see that? Yeah, it was time. And it was time. Somebody told me it was like, hey, baby, Man, can you, uh, can you uh, always log into your Instagram so I can see Gladys yeah. Knight and Patty LaBelle? But but yeah. you'll be surprised. A lot of older people tuned in for that. It was a half a million people who watched that, including me. But. Yeah, that's 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 grand. Hey, hey, you know it's all good. But I tell you what, Diva, name three Gladys Knight songs. Mm. Ah, I love that's the cricket. You are now listening to the radio show. Ah. Ah. I could have given you three Gladys Knight songs. It was funny. I would have appreciated it. Midnight Train to Georgia. He just wants to be a. Oh. Love, I can't, love I can't overboard. Three. Love overboard. Exactly. Like said, I just had a situation that I saw, so my brain is just a little fried. I'm like, um. No, that's all. It's it's all good. Hopefully, it's fried enough to be that time of the show for random. If you don't know what random is, then <laughs> this must be your first time listening to the show. But it is time for us to take a couple of minutes to get whatever's randomly on our mind. It could be something profound. Mm-hmm. It could be a rant. It could be anything. That's why it's random. So who's oh, going to yeah. be the first to take the 
to take the plunge here and let their song cry with their rent. I can't believe you, Tiki. Yeah. I mentioned song cry, and you just like, yo, that's my song. I'm like, oh, God, I was not expecting that. It was so obscure. <laughs> it's because you don't know me. That's why. It's because you don't oh, know no, me. Um, you know what? I'll go. I'll go. Ra- I'll take my random. I'll, I'll do the random. Um, for the love of God, people, sit home and put your masks on. Uh, we're going into year three of the pandemic slash COVID-19 slash the somewhere down the Greek alphabet mutant virus thingy. Um, and I don't know how many how many more days parents can can realistically hold on. I don't know how many more days we can keep transitioning and pivoting from in-person to virtual to in-person to virtual to um, whatever. We need these teachers to take their students back. They need Students need to go back to their teachers. They need to completely take them back on a full-time basis like they need to come get their children. We, we're parents are we're done. We can't. I can't do this anymore, people. So please put the mask on, take the shot, sit at the house, do whatever. But please, for the love of God, just do something because this has got to end. We are literally getting ready to start year three of this foolishness. And um, with the wildfires in California and every place else, the Greek Isles. Wine supplies are starting to tighten up. Um, child tax credit is gone. Uh, it's going to get real tense around here. It's going to get real tense. So we just need everybody to do their part. Please, just just do your part. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. That's all I got. Well spoken. Well spoken. Thank you. Why are y'all laughing at me? Because Omicron is is here and we're ready ready to whoop that ass, okay? Oh, Amari, oh my, my ass, it whooped my ass <laughs> like a week and a half ago. It's here. <laughs> um, <laughs> if don't nobody else want to take theirs just yet, I I can go. And I okay. <clears throat> oh man! All right, so I know I've been on this whole racial thing and I guess I'm just in the mood. I don't know what my problem is with that. I mean I know I'm always ready to have a good race discussion, but I'm I'm really having one of those moments right now. And sometimes there's a a thing in life where you wanna know somebody or you feel like you know somebody or you see sides of them that you want to like and then you find out things about them and it changes it. So let me ask you a question real quick, Easy. Um when when I mention Bobby Bowden to you, what comes to mind? Hey, ball. Come here, ball. Yeah, but I'm saying, outside of that, I'm saying as a football coach, he's known as, you know, the football coach's oh, winner, coach, you know, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Historical, really, really good at what he did. You know, one of the greatest college coaches ever, for sure, yeah. So, right, and and you think of him as one of the good guys, right? Like, you see him, you know, he's kind of a good old boy, kind of folksy, you know. Hey, okay, cool, you know. Somebody you probably want to play for if you were in college, right? Can I say that, you know? Yeah, man, he rests right. in peace. Um, maybe, because the reason why I say that is because 
during this whole, you know, pandemic, he got COVID. And to quote him, his biggest reason for beating COVID and making his way back to being, you know, okay, wasn't to, you know, come back and give back to the community or help his university or, I don't know, world hunger. His biggest reason for beating COVID is that he's so he could be alive to vote for Donald Trump. Fuck that old motherfucker. All right. I know he did. He's a great coach and all that stuff. But he said that if Trump didn't stay in office, that people who look like him and be like him wouldn't have a future on this planet. So he wanted to beat the Rona so he could vote for Trump. That tells you everything you need to know. All right. So fuck all that folksy, come here, boy, ball player. Fuck that. That's all I can say with that. That tells you everything you need to know. I want to beat COVID so I can vote for that guy. That I want to vote for that guy. What what is that? I'm sorry. I just I've been I've been on on one with this. And then next thing you know, you get this. Strike and 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 strike until you that's my rant. Oh god. Well, easy. What's your rate? Wow. Um, I really think she was speaking in tongues in one part of that. Um, I've never heard a white religious leader speak in tongues, so that was cool to hear. Not those kinds. I mean, she was saying I thought so, but I thought I'm sure she watched the Disney movie and got her lyrics from that. Maybe so. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, one of us already mentioned I'm Omarion, but I'm going to keep talking about it real quick. You know, somebody at work told me, you know, it's inevitable. We're all going to get the uh, Omarion variant. And I said, you know what? Y'all said this for the first round of COVID and the second round with Delta, and now y'all saying it with this round. Y'all can fuck around and get that variant if you want. It's inevitable. We're all going to get it, so I don't give a fuck. Y'all can fuck around and get it. I'm good. I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to do. Y'all can have fun with that shit if you want. Wilson, you don't want that shit. No, that's kind of nasty. It's kind of disrespectful. I, uh, so. You, you don't want it. You don't want it at all. You don't want, you don't want that shit at all. Fuck that shit. I, uh, well, uh, my random is extremely random. Um, okay, so, I know. So, I'm driving, and see blue lights behind me, but I think they're turning. No, they're not turning. So I said, okay, let me be like a good person and like just kind of like pull over because I'm just like, okay, one cop, two cop, three cop. So I'm like, oh, okay. We're, we're, we're all going the same direction. And then I realized, oh, shit, uh, we are literally going the same direction. So... They jump out the car in front of me and go to the trunk. Now, I'm from the south. We go to the trunk. It ain't for the spare tire. He pulls up a shotgun rifle. I kindly bag my car 
the fuck up and do a U-turn and get the fuck out of there because that shit was a cul-de-sac that I was just on. And um, I don't want to know what's about to happen. So I'm sitting at a gas station right now because I got to figure out if I still need access to where I was going or am I just going to forget it and go home? Because I haven't seen them come back down the street yet, so I don't know what's um, happening yeah, it's, right now. But it's I, time to go. It's time to go home. I had a meeting in that building, like a professional business meeting. That's not going to happen right now. And I don't know what the fuck, but I'm going to get back on the interstate and go home because I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, a professional meeting while they're pulling our gauges. Uh Yeah, it's time to text that person and say, hey, I'll catch you next week. I got to go. (laughs) Oh, snap. So, yeah, that just happened. Wow this was going on and I was like okay let me drop the line real quick and get to like a safe location because tell me you're in Atlanta without telling me you're in Atlanta well (laughs) let me tell you I'm in Fairburn without telling you (laughs) this is supposed to be the quiet side of town this isn't even in this is a suburb (laughs) we need to put that annoying on you strike and 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 strike Wait, are we just going to skip over huh? the fact that she's talking about having a quote-unquote professional business meeting at 10, 16 at night? I mean, we just going to skip over that fact. If this I'm was the saying. other kind of meeting, uh, listen, yeah, if it was that right kind of professional meeting, please believe I wouldn't have never oh, left yeah, my house yeah, in the first right place. There. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that well, was the only kind of quote unquote professional business meeting. I'm leaving my house for at ten o'clock at night in the rain. Well, when you're an entrepreneur and you have projects and everybody has their business stuff during the day, it's the only time you can meet, so you do what you gotta uh-huh. do. But uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to multitask because I was already doing this. Mm-hmm. Because if it was that kind of meeting, I wouldn't even be on the phone with y'all. I would just made up a reason why I couldn't join. Okay. Okay. It's it's all good, Diva. So yeah, it's, that was our beloved random segment that's going to get the high budget applause. Uh, all right. So um, before we, uh, I guess, close up shop here, do any of you guys um, do you do y'all do like New Year's resolutions? Because I feel like they're kind of stupid. But if there's something that you want to leave in this year and and take into it, they are stupid. At the gyms be packed the first month. You know, I'm going to give this up. I'm going to do Just give it up now. What do you got to wait for the calendar to turn for? You know, you know, you need to lose them extra, you know, 20 pounds. Don't start in January. You might want to start right now. Shit. But I'm just saying, just, is there like, I guess anything that you want to leave behind, you know, 
I'd like to leave the Rona behind, but is there anything that, you know, you guys would like to leave behind as the calendar turns to a new year? I'd like to leave the Kardashians behind. <laughs> well, the show's over with, so I guess you got one part of that wish. I, yeah. I mean, in, in all of their entirety, I'd like to leave them behind. Like, in all facets, every every child that they produce, every man that they sleep with, every uh, affair that they have, like, every public, I mean, I'd like to leave them behind in all forms and or in fashion, like every single thing that they're attached to. If I never hear their name Kardashian again in life, it would still be too daggone soon. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Any, anybody, like I said, anybody, anybody else with this? Because, like I said, I think New Year's resolutions are are, are just, I think they're stupid. But um, anything, anything else that well, you, you want to just leave behind so you? There's that. Yes. I do not hate everything. I I want to leave these butterfly, caterpillar, crawl on your face, fucking eyelashes behind. Those things are disturbing, and no one really likes them except for the girls who lie and say they do. Those things are hideous. Please do not bring those things into 2022. Sign a professional. I'm in agreement with you on that, please. Like I've never heard a man yet say, oh, my God, look at them lashes. I got to get me some of that. No. You know, it's funny you say that, Kiki. I saw a meme that said that, and I died laughing because I don't know where that started from. There was it couldn't have been the guy that said that they liked those things. Yeah. No, if anything, guys always say, "What is that?" and they throw their hand in front of their eye and wiggle their fingers. That can't be good ever. (laughs) And like every guy does it. Right, like every guy goes, why do girls wear lashes this long? And they put their hand in front of their eye and wiggle their fingers like, I I think men should start standing up and telling women they hate those fucking things. And maybe they will stop wearing them. Please, God. They do the stupid. I literally can pull up at a red light, and I saw this girl's lashes before I even saw her face. No lie. Yes. Disturbing. Yes. I hate it. It's like the people who put eyelashes on their VW bugs. It's like they took them off the headlights and put them on their forehead. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. So I'm, I'm with Diva. Men, can you actually step up, step up to the plate, do something for yes. the middle society, and tell you to stop doing it, please. Do it for take yes. care of the team and the team being humanity, so that they will please stop it. Please, God, please. And, okay, and the like lace front and strike and strike and strike and strike and, and strike and strike. strike. <laughs> yes, leave the baby hairs that are not effing baby hairs. Can you please fucking leave them? Uh, never ever can you swoop real hair and turn it into baby hairs. And why do you want baby hairs anyway? They are for babies. Stop it. Oh my God. Stop oh my doing God. People who are not getting baby hairs. 
the baby hair tattoos, I hate them. I hate whoever yes. printed them shit. Yes. And oh, said, yes. we're going to sell them. And the dumbasses who went out and bought them, like, why are we tattooing baby hair? Bitch, you are 38 years old. Why are you still mm-hmm. trying to perpetrate like you got baby hair? What, oh, my what God. What have I started? Yes. <laughs> what, what are you? What are you trying to leave behind? Jeez, they can, that's a whole show right there. <coughs> what will you want to leave behind? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to leave behind two things in in 2021. I'm trying to leave behind the Rona, but I know that's not gonna happen. Um, and I'm trying to leave the mindset of people just being complacent at their jobs and not looking for better. Like, there's folks out there that really know their job ain't shit. They could be making more money, doing more with themselves, and they just content. Like, we got to leave that shit behind. Man, that's a good one. That's <laughs> that's a good one, too. You know how I feel about that. Anybody who know me outside of the show, you know how I feel on that. Mine, real quick, is I want to leave behind – not just the Rona, but I want to leave behind the do-your-own-research people, okay? I want y'all to stay where y'all at with the whole, let me find a guy on YouTube who believes the <laughs> oh same God, whacked out shit I believe, and let me follow him, all right? So leave, you know, do your own research, you know, the mask is actually hurting you by wearing it, blah, blah, blah. I want y'all to stay where you're at, okay? Nobody likes you, Not stay where you are, okay? Guy, yes, the do-your-own-research guy, please get him out of here. Hey, also, you folks that's getting hacked by these random people on IG, if somebody hit you up and say, hey, what's the code on your phone? Let me know. <laughs> Don't respond to that shit. <laughs> How are all these people getting hacked? Man, I hate to say this, but it's did- like every 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 old person on my timeline that got hacked, man. Like, what the fuck? Was their password? No, password no, one, two, three no. or something? No, it's 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 literally worse than that. I'm gonna say this because I know we gotta end it. But I've been seeing all these people getting hacked, and I'm like, you know, these hackers are like really doing some like you know, FBI type shit, hacking into your phone, whatever case may be. Somebody told me the story of how they got hacked, and I'm I'm losing hope in people. (laughs) This person told me. This person told me that some random person reached out to them um, <laughs> and said, hey, uh, you know, blah, 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 I can't help you make money type thing. I just texted oh, no. you a code to your phone. Can you let me know what that code is? And the person gave them the code that was texted to them, and they were able to change their password for their Instagram. Like, uh so that's how all these oh people God. on your timeline are getting hacked because somebody's telling them about Bitcoin and how they can inherit some, and they're giving them codes from their phone. Move uh, and also, <laughs> Just and say also, no. You know how your family talks. If someone, if one of your special type of relatives hit you up on Messenger, and they talking a little bit more proper than normal. They have been hacked. Do not open. Yeah. Do not hit that link. Yeah, I had I, I had one of those where um, a guy I went to high school with who I know wasn't very smart. Sorry to say that, but it's true. 
was talking about, oh yeah, you know, I'm not doing, I'm not up to much, man, just spending this grant money. I was like, okay, enjoy it, jackass. You ain't finna give me, like, or I'm supposed to say, ooh, grant money, tell me about it. No, not interested, because first off, I knew you were in high school, and ain't nobody giving you no grant to shit, and this I know is a fact. Uh, Happy New Year. 2022 is coming to whoop our ass. We hope not. But, I will say this with all certainty. The radio show will be here even after all the disaster to bring you talk like what we did tonight. I want to tell everybody that's on this show that I appreciate each and every one of you and tell you Happy New Year, and I hope you get everything that you want and deserve. Same thing for the people that are listening. And I mean, that's all sincere. Stay inside, too. Don't go out nowhere. Omicron is ready to whip that ass. Stand the house. Omarion. The, the correct name is the Omarion band. Okay, everybody's wrong that. The, go ahead, D. Don't, uh, forget, T, the that, uh, don't forget the person uh, that broke down that Omarion is Greek for end of time. And that oh, this God. is the end of time virus. Don't don't forget that that dude. Yeah, I was gonna say the Amarion oh, like joke. Y2K? Warn that, that out. Y'all remember the Y2K thing, right? Yes. Hmm. Similar time, similar time. But I'm just saying. No, we appreciate everybody listening. People who watch the YouTube clip. Y'all hit us up. You want to be a guest on the show? Hit us up, the radio show inbox at gmail.com, or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. If you get the old Mario game, y'all. you start dancing at random occasions. Oh, my God. <laughs> going to dance, dance to song cry. But we appreciate y'all, and uh, we'll do it again next week, probably on YouTube. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. (laughs) And strike, and strike, and strike. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like 16 wants to strike uh, JB off the list of the best rapper ever, so there's that. I gave him his props. I gave him his props. Thanks again. Early.